Hey guys, welcome back to Chance of the Podcast. Today we wanted to talk a little bit about how technology is like impacting our worlds. Me and Brittany are both 24. Oh my God. <laughs> That's crazy to say out loud, but we're both 24. And we're like kind of that last age group of people that experience life without a lot of technology. And now, obviously, current day where we've experienced a lot of it, like basically, you know, our world revolves around technology. So we just felt like it would be an interesting perspective to talk a little bit about kind of like how technology is going, how it's impacted our lives, and how we just think it's overall impacting like society. It's especially interesting to see like social media and how that impacts people's lives too. And like, obviously Mm -hmm. like pre like previous generations didn't have social media that they had to like share their life on and have those pressures. So one of the kind of things I view to be interesting nowadays with technology is that feeling of like, you can't go without it. Like I'll try to take social media breaks or um, decrease my screen time, but it's like, yeah, like a digital detox. And I feel like it's just really hard because so much of my life and things I have to accomplish are on, like, I, I, it's like, like, I feel like I can't break away. You know what I'm saying? Not Mm -hmm. unless I was like completely like on a vacation and can completely like unplug. I feel like it's no way for me to just be like, okay, see y'all in a couple months. Like, it's really, really hard. And recently, I had started doing, like, okay, I used to be one of those people where I literally hated how people were getting, like, their screen time reports, you know? And, like, I know, don't you, like, lock yours after a certain amount of time? Yeah. Yeah. So, I only allow three hours of social media a day. So, I choose all of the social media platforms and then three hours maximum across all three of them. Um, And three hours might seem like a lot for some people, but you have to remember, I also use my cell phone for client accounts. So that Mm -hmm. includes me being on social media for clients and posting on behalf of clients through my cell phone. Right. I literally had my screen time off. Like I didn't even know how much time I was spending on my phone because I was just like, whatever. But recently I was like, I've been struggling at work because I feel like I have so many tasks and like so much stuff to do. And I feel like, first of all, in high school, I was I already had ADHD. Like I used to be on Vyvanse, like for ADHD. So like I already have attention span focusing issues. And so recently at work, I just been having the hardest time being able to just focus on what I need to be done. Like something that could take me 30 minutes ends up taking me like an hour and a half for no reason. And I think it's because just like one working at home. Like, you don't have that sense of someone looking over you, you know, working at home. Like, you know, when you were in the office, you didn't want to be like, oh, my God, like, she always on her phone. She always texts and blah, blah, blah. But like, you're way more inclined to be on your phone, I guess, like, at home. So I felt like I just was on my phone way too much during the work hours. And so I was like, maybe let me set my screen time, figure out where am I spending my time at the most on the phone, and then kind of narrow in from that. So I did that for a week. I, my screen time was an average of six hours a day. And I'm like, how am I spending six hours a day on my phone? Whether that's texting, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. Like, how am I spending six hours a day on my phone? And I'm literally supposed to be working for eight. Make it make sense. Like, it's like, (laughs) what am I actually doing other things I need to be doing? So once I did that, my number one app I was on was Instagram. So I was like, I need to cut that shit back like I cannot be on Instagram was it 
So six hours of screen time doesn't seem like a lot to me, but it is a lot if it was mostly social media. Like I feel like if you're texting and you're on the phone and you're using other apps, that doesn't seem like a lot, especially in hindsight, like, yeah, you work eight hours a day, but you're still up for like 14 hours or so. You know what I mean? So yeah, but when I looked at the number one use one, because you know it breaks it down by day and then week, mm-hmm. whatever. It was Instagram was my number one. That's the most. For how many hours? I um, I gotta remember. It was over an hour though. So let me ask you: Do did you over also? Because I know you're one of those people that like text through your computer. So did you like turn all that stuff off of your computer too? Well, lately I really haven't been texting through my computer because I'm so overwhelmed with my work computer. I barely have my personal laptop up, up to like text mm-hmm. through. So it's literally me picking up my phone. And yeah, like in, in college, I would literally never be on my physical phone. I would always be on my laptop, but that's changed now. No, it was literally my phone. So that is something I do love about technology is that it can monitor what you do during the day. I mean, if we didn't have cell phones, we wouldn't be on our cell phones, right? But I also love that it can kind of track everything that you do. And so like I have an Apple Watch, right? So I wear my Apple Watch every day, even if I am literally sitting on my ass all day working and then I go straight into class or I'm sitting on my ass. Like I still like to have my Apple Watch on because it tells me how many calories, like active calories I burned, how many hours I've Mm -hmm. stood up, how many steps. And my steps have gone down atrociously since I've been working from home. Like I barely stand up. (laughs) No, seriously. Like I barely, I used to walk around so much when I was working in person. Like I would, I had to walk from like my parking garage to the office. And then I would like go walk to get a coffee. I would go just take a walk outside with a coworker, you know, walking throughout the office. And so I do like that about technology is that it does track like how many hours you're on social media and like what you're doing throughout the day. And it it kind of organizes your life. But I mean, I feel like you have to implement those healthy habits to monitor it instead of to make it impactful that you're actually getting these like kind of, yeah. Like I feel like you have to use technology to your advantage instead of like letting technology use you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And lately I've been like technology has been using me. So I pulled up (laughs) my screen time, you guys. And this is embarrassing to say out loud, (laughs) but um, this week my screen time has went down 24%. So let's get a round of applause for that. Um, Thank you. And my Instagram this week alone, mind you, it's Thursday. (laughs) Um, I spent nine hours on Instagram this week. Hey, you didn't even post anything. I didn't even post nothing. And you post on Chance It, but on your personal page, you don't post anything. I don't even be on my personal account. If yeah, that's that's a whole nother thing. Like I'm like on social media, but I'm not on my main account. Like I literally probably get on like my main Instagram account every other like actually I haven't been on my main Instagram account in like five days. But I'm just never on that account. So like if like people like, I swear to God, some people think I probably still live in New York City just based on how much I do not post. Like, I, you literally never know what I'm doing on my main page, like, unless it's, like, my birthday. But I will go, like, whole weekends and not, like, do a whole weekend full of events and, like, not post anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm very active on my private Instagram accounts and chance well, Our followers aren't going to want to hear that. I know, but I, okay, well, sorry. I guess I'm just trying to say, like, it's even wilder that I'm not even spending all this time on my real account. <laughs> but anyway, the second most alarming number is TikTok. <laughs> 
See, that's why I deleted TikTok off my phone because it's just like so time consuming. It's so time consuming. Like, no, I'm not about to be I'm sitting sorry. on TikTok. I'm sorry, but it's literally my favorite app right now. Like, I love TikTok. Like, I will literally be in bed just scrolling on TikTok. Next thing I know, I spent three hours on TikTok. And I will literally, like, go to bed, and then I'll get on TikTok, and I'll, like, send you a TikTok at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but she has to send it to me via text message because I literally deleted it off my phone. Because mm-hmm. your girl needs to be waking up to okay. text. Not text. Not TikToks, but textbooks. <laughs> It'd be funny though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so okay, y'all. I, my screen time went down twenty five percent though from last week. Okay, so, so how do you feel? I feel good. Like I felt like this week at work, I was way more productive. I didn't have my phone in my hand every second of the day. Like something about me saying, "Okay, now chill out on Instagram," makes me literally not get on it. So I feel like Monday through Wednesday, I was like, "I'm only going to get on Instagram." after the work day. So like after 5.30, then that's why I will open the app. But from the time I wake up till 5.30, I don't need to be on it because then I feel like that's when it gets like in the way of other things I need to be doing. So I try to like kind of do like time restraints in my head about how much time I was spending mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. Because um, I feel like it's unrealistic for me to do go dry. Well, actually, I usually like this past weekend, I didn't get on Instagram at all. Like I can usually go two whole days. Like, so I like, to do like mini detox weekends, like don't get on Instagram. It just gives me a fresh like start for the week. And I don't feel like so overwhelmed with you other people. You sound like it. it's a drug. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's what it feels like. Anyways. So I feel like another thing that can be overwhelming with technology is working. So like I this week have had extreme Zoom fatigue having to turn on a camera and like be present in the camera and it's crazy the impact because like being in person and seeing people all day every day in the office didn't bother me but for some reason like having to be on camera where you can like see your see your reflection and like you have to be conscious about your background and like how do I look in this little blue light. I've literally been putting concealer on every single day and I usually don't care about wearing makeup for work because I'm like self-conscious about people noticing, you know, how I look because I haven't been getting sleep because it's been midterms. So yeah, like I'm kind of resenting how like working from home has now like pivoted to like, okay, but for us to still know that you're present and you're working and you're here, you still need to turn your camera on so we can see you. And like, I... Miss just having phone calls. You really? Know? Yes. I much oh, rather have a phone call because then I can have my like air bu- my AirPods in and I can go take a walk while being on a phone call. And like I feel like at least I'm getting fresh air. It's stimulating my brain. It's like getting my body moving. And I just would feel better. But like literally sitting down, ending one call, hopping to the other is it's like getting to me. Cause you have to keep in mind, like I have class immediately after work. Six to nine on Zoom. Do you have to be on camera for your classes? Um, it's not mandatory for all of my classes, but for some of them, it's preferred. And I just I notice that professors tend to like call on people when they don't have their camera on. So I usually always keep my camera on for class. Mm, that's interesting. If you're like, if you're like lecturing to people through a computer screen, wouldn't it be awkward if they're like, if everybody was not on camera, but you, you, you have to be on camera. I mean, I can't even imagine being in school. Like I feel for like everyone in college right now because I couldn't do it. Um, 
I could barely do it going to class. So (laughs) (laughs) y'all can't tell I wasn't the biggest school fan. But the thing with work that gets me is I seem to focus a little bit better when my screen is on because I feel like other people are watching me. So I feel like I'm more engaging in the meeting. But at the same time, if I'm looking a mess, camera off, honey. Camera is off. And also, sometimes I have a lot of other work going on during the meetings that are like, I need to send out or I need to get this email out that it's easier for me to listen into the meeting and like have my camera off so that I cast during the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of pros and cons, I think, to the camera on, camera off. But I definitely feel like now people have been working at home for a year now. I think people are kind of wanting that human connection. So I think I see more people wanting to turn their camera on, in my opinion, just because they want to feel like they're like talking to their coworkers. And like, I don't know, it's it's kind of a fine balance, but I feel like you I feel like employers and coworkers shouldn't criticize someone or judge someone because their camera is off. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. because Mm -hmm. You don't know what the situation is like. Some people are embarrassed about their home and like obviously we have like the virtual backgrounds and stuff now but like still some people are very like self-conscious about even how they look like seeing yourself a reflection of yourself all day yeah no complete i completely agree it it, is it can bring out insecurities yeah for sure and i feel like social skills are definitely like a part of it that is getting tested with technology. Like I know, I know a lot of people have had to decide like what to do with their kids for like either sending their kids back to school so that they can socialize or to keep them home where they're safe. But like asking children to like sit on a computer screen at like age four, five, six, like I can only imagine. And I feel like it's given me like a sense of appreciation for the fact that we grew up in a generation where we didn't really have internet. Like we had like dial up that took forever to load, you know, like we were still like outside on the playground. We still had Barbie dolls. Like we didn't have an iPad. And Mm -hmm. I've like really started to realize like the impact technology has had on like social skills and what children are grabbing for, how adults work. And I've been trying to be more conscious of how I spend my time, like outside of like work and school hours. So like on the weekends is when you'll see me like actually go outside. Like even if I need to do schoolwork, I prefer to now buy like textbooks, like paper textbooks, because I just am so tired of like sitting in front of a screen. And like I take handwritten notes and my handwriting is literally awful, but it's because I'm so sick of typing every day. And like, I'll go sit outside and read a textbook before I continue to sit on my ass and at my desk in front of a computer. Like I'm just over it. Yeah. I can see how you can definitely be over it. And like, um, I try to be mindful too, because I didn't start working until like July. So I haven't been a full year of work from home versus a lot of my friends have been that full year. So I can imagine how I would feel if I had another six months like under my belt. Mm-hmm. you know, working from home, I'll probably be super fed up with it too, but it's all very understandable. And I just think during this time, everyone has to just, people extend a little bit of grace, I guess, to people just because you don't know how all of this is affecting like their mental health and just like their social skills, like all of it. It's just a lot. But I thought it was interesting you said about like, we didn't really grow up with a lot of technology. Like we would write papers and stuff in high school, obviously on our laptop, but we would have to print them out and then submit and then like turn it in. Like we didn't even submit online. Mm -hmm. We graduated high school in 2015 
and just like how school is nowadays i i couldn't it's it's a lot like everything's online yeah i don't know like do you you remember i don't like i had to learn how to do cursive in school me too i don't think kids even have to do that anymore like why would you need to learn how to do cursive if you can just like use a laptop to type yeah it's just like basic skills i feel like are changing so much because everything is automated um and it's scary like you and i talk about this all the time but it's like even certain careers are tied to technology and like certain platforms and it's just wild to think like in a blink of an eye someone's entire career could be wiped out like a platform and i feel like we've seen this recently with like you know some of those those outlets that people were using to like do the capital riots like obviously they were connecting on a social platform that was thriving. We might not have been on it, but they certainly were. And behind the scenes, there were people who had to develop that and continue to run it on the back end. And that was their career. Yeah. And now, you know, it's wiped out. So yeah. everything that like you, uh, like the most interesting aspect of this and kind of one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about it this week was because like on Wednesday, I think Instagram took away likes and people thought like they had been talking about that for a long time, but like they never actually rolled it out. Like I thought they said they were going to roll it out in Canada first. Well, it ended up being then, an accident. Yeah. It ended up being an accident, but I guess I'm trying to say for a good solid 12 hours, people thought that that was going to be the new reality of Instagram and it turned out to be an accident. But I'm just saying like, just as quickly as one platform could change people's livelihoods. Like it's just crazy because people make all of their money on Instagram. Their businesses are ran on Instagram. Business awareness is on, like literally everything is on Instagram. Like I don't see how in this day and age you can have any sort of brand business, anything without having social media. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no other way to get your name and your business out there. So I feel like you could, but you just have to be really creative. Like if it wasn't for social media, so let's say like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, we'll include YouTube in that TikTok. Yeah. yeah. The other ways like people could still make a profit if they had like a storefront is like mm-hmm. Etsy, Amazon, Pinterest. Well, I guess Pinterest is a social media too, but like yeah. finding stores and then you have to like figure out SEO. So like search engine optimization. So like there's still a way for people to thrive. It's just a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's still tied a lot more to expensive. technology. Yeah. Because Instagram, like you can put it out there for free. Like, you know, I um, interned at Turner um, media group and I was working in their like ad sales division and so like just seeing how much money companies were spending for television ads was like insane that year and I couldn't imagine like a smaller business or someone trying to you know get their business up running if it was just tv ads like how it used to be probably 10 years ago mm-hmm. it would be impossible for that person so I feel like if you are starting a business or something like all these social media outlets have so much control over our lives and our livelihoods. Like I would start to think about other ways. Like if all that disappeared literally tomorrow, how would you be able to market your business? Make like, like seriously, how would you be able to do it? Yeah. I love that. It's like, what other way would we be able to be like, Hey y'all, we have a podcast, listen to it. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone should start to think a little bit about that because it's just thinking outside the box as well. Yeah. how you do advertising and no I love that um no I completely agree so my uncle has been in business for decades at this point and he's um electrician he owns his own 
company with other contractors under it. And he has literally had a successful business since its inception and has not been on social media until I helped him create um, social media pages last year. Like he was doing the elect like electrici- electricity for like the French Quarter Fest in New Orleans and like Satchmo Fest and these huge ass productions. And the way he earned that like and got those jobs was because of word of mouth. So it's just like once again, like having people skills is just so valuable because you know if shit does hit the fan, like being able to have people still share your story, share, you know, your podcast, share your brand, your business, um, without technology, without social media, I think is really important. Yeah. You bring up bring up a big point. I'm sure a lot of his business too came from like word of mouth like people like oh he does a really good job like i would recommend him like personal recommendations sort of thing that doesn't happen a lot these days you know like you might talk about different brands within your friends like friend group but other than that like where else do you hear someone say like hey yeah like well that's what influencers are oh yeah yeah well that's what influencers are but you don't know them personally so you just kind of have to trust them so they're like selling themselves and selling whatever they're trying to sell to you And it gets tricky because you're like, you don't know if they're just trying to shove a product down your throat or they genuinely like use something. Yeah. Use something or like it. Mm -hmm. So it gets really sticky. And I think that's why people are saying more build a community when you're building social media brands, because community is what sells in my opinion. Oh my gosh. 100%. And that brings me to one part of technology that I absolutely love and that has been helpful for me. Mm -hmm since COVID and even before COVID um, is this app. So I use this app for my workouts, like my at-home workouts. And of course, like you can find workouts for free, like on YouTube. So many people post their workouts on Instagram, whatever. But like, I don't know, even back when I was like in middle school, I remember I used to like get like ask my mom to get me magazines and they would have like those magazines that would like have the workouts in the middle of it. And I would like literally tear them out like Seventeen Magazine, Cosmo, um, like, et cetera. So I just, I, I don't know. I just love having like visual aids. So I've been using an app um, called Tone & Sculpt for probably like two years now. And that is a part of technology that I absolutely love is that I can follow a workout through my phone, track it. It has fitness plans in there so I can choose what kind of plan I want and it like does everything for me. It tells me what I need to do, how to do it. Um, and it does come with that community that you were talking about. Like you can connect with people on Facebook, on Instagram, um, or even through the app, there's like this community chat room or whatever. So I know we're kind of going in on like the negatives, but I feel like once again, like- it's a lot of pros. Yeah, like you just have to use it to your advantage and like set, we always talk about boundaries, like set boundaries um, and just have like a fine line, especially for us in our 20s who are like in that middle ground between like we have kind of grown up with technology. I think it's just super important for us to like take advantage of the good, but also be cognizant of the bad and just continue to kind of like monitor our use on it. Cause we don't want, like we are on that very fine line where we can lose those social skills and like those person, like that personality that you get from not on, you know, your phone all day. Yeah, I agree. 
I think it is a lot of pros. I think like finding people that you guys have similar interests is nothing is easier than like, you know, social media. Like it makes that 10 times easier. Um, Another pro that I really love about social media is being able to connect with people all over the world. Like I love the worldly aspect of it. Like I love following like influencers that don't even look like most of the influencers I follow live in um, like the UK Europe, just because like, I just love seeing other people's worlds. And I think it gives you, you can experience kind of the world in a way, in a way that like you wouldn't be able to, if you didn't have social media. So I really appreciate that. That's kind of like one of the main things. And I think since like graduating college, I really started following and engaging in profiles that align with my other interests. So whether that's like home decor or tennis or fashion, like I feel like I like to connect with those other interests that I have through social media as well. Not just like following people for vanity and like, oh, I went to high school for you, so I'm gonna follow you type of thing. Like I just Mm -hmm. really love following other people that do what I'm interested in like really well. It's kind of motivating and I I don't know, that's one of the main things I love about social media. Um, What about like other technologies outside of social media? Okay, so I mean, I think the most obvious one is like with COVID, just being able to have Zoom and like, FaceTime and all those different video like platforms with my family. Like if it wasn't for that, when's the, uh, when would I have seen my grandma's face or whatever the case is? Yeah. And that's like one of the highlights for me. And honestly, my number one thing that I'm loving right now is I love working from home. I never want to go back into the office. Y'all have to <laughs> drag me to go back into the office five days a week. Are you kidding? Oh like I was li- like I cannot I do not like I don't understand why I would ever need to be in an office again for five days out the week. I would love to have some sort of flex schedule. So that's my number one. I love being able to work from the comfort of my home. Like, and, yeah. and especially as a young black professional, like going into like predominantly white workplaces, there's a lot of other stuff that you carry with you going into that. So like. You know, people be like, oh, you got a white voice and you have like your normal voice, like that sort of thing. I don't got to deal with that. I don't know. I feel like I'm able to bring more of my full self to work than I would normally be able to if I was in the office and people can like people just looking at you all the time and like being around those people and feeling like, oh, maybe someone might be judging you or whatever. Like, I just like kind of being able to be in my own zone and still get the work done at a high level. So, I mean, I think that's one of my favorite things so far from technology is being able to work from home. Love it. Yeah, no, I completely agree with everything you said. Yeah, so I don't know, like technology has its ups and its downs, but I still think it's like connecting us in a way that we've never been connected before in terms of society. But, you know, our big thing over a chance of podcasts is boundaries. So I think just establishing how it works best for you is the most important thing. and you know, being able to, you know, th- all this is a choice. So you don't have to engage in activity that you don't want to engage in, you know, like you can ch- pick and choose how you want to kind of exist in this technology world. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, I hope some of this was resonating with you. Um, I know it can get frustrating sometimes feeling like you're glued to a screen or dependent on technology every day, but Um, you're not alone in that. 
but there's still some positives in there. I think we just really want to leave you guys with feeling like there is a way to kind of control your consumption of social media and, you know, your reliance on technology every day and hoping that you found some ways to kind of navigate that in a more positive and effective way. 